Good evening. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sit on this hot tea you all came out here for. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, Claudia. What's going on? Chilling, chilling on this fine Thursday night. And please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Uh, <laughs> uh, hi. Hi. So listen, y'all, while I got the people on the line, y'all know how this goes, right? When you work somewhere and something controversial happens, the company comes out and makes a statement or the person that works for the company comes out and makes a statement. And I always sit on this very platform and ain't nobody believing in this prefabricated statement that this person read in this phony and with that being said i'm not going to give y'all one right i did get the phone call i did get the email we think that you should provide an apology and show some remorse and i didn't want to get up here and just say some regurgitated stuff that i was encouraged to say because y'all are not going to believe it anyway and it wouldn't be believable especially considering the fact that i said what i said with my whole chest um i 100 percent stand 10 toes down on the fact that I think Chloe Bailey is inauthentic when it comes to her as an artist. Um, I think that the sexual image that she gives sometimes is unbelievable. And I think that in her defending her sister, the whole, you know, clapping back and I, I just thought it was inauthentic. I do. But I also recognize that that's probably where my commentary should have started and stopped. I don't have my head too far up my own ass or so far in my own ego that I can't recognize the fact that I did cross the line when I started talking about her looks. That was below the belt. It was unnecessary and it was non-germane to the story at hand. And for that, I do apologize. So again, I apologize for going below the belt when referencing Chloe Bailey's looks. They had nothing to do with the story at hand. And uh, this was a learning lesson and I hope to move forward and not repeat it. People were thinking that there was like a personal thing with you guys. Like, did she do something? Was there like a background? Cause you know how you came for the look so hard. Like, was there anything personal? Was it just you just? No, I, I personally don't think I came super hard, but I also recognize the fact too, that Chloe is unproblematic, especially yeah. with that community. She don't bother nobody. Even I have to say that. And so people are going to be extra sensitive when it comes to our unproblematic princesses in the community. So, I mean, I totally get it. And like I said, I can look back on it and realize the looks portion of my comments is where the line was crossed. And I do apologize for that. I, I appreciate you doing that. I got, I definitely had a lot of messages in my inbox, especially black women. They're like, you know, he's coming for us and, and we support him the most. And I think a lot of women were definitely hurt by that. I understand. I totally understand it. Okay. All right, y'all. Uh, y'all drinking tonight? Yes. I'm on uh, tea and lemonade. I have my buttery Chardonnay back, my boxed wine. <laughs> what is a buttery, what is a buttery wine? A good wine, a good wine ranked like in the top five of wine Chardonnays out here in California made from the vineyards out here on the West Coast. Don't let us find out some $7 bottle from Whole Foods. Probably like, is. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's nothing, there's nothing in Whole Foods that's $7. So I don't know when last time you shopped there. Nothing uh, two there days ago when I bought my white wine for my linguine and clam sauce, they have a $3.99 Pinot Grigio. So I, oh. 
Well, yeah, I they, don't drink. I don't drink wines that cheap or use them to cook with. Well, I, I, not you me, know. girl. <laughs> well, you have to be not able to me. cook, and you got to be able me. to cook to be able to cook with cheap wine <laughs> and have. Uh, all right, so listen, let's get into these stories. Uh, there's an update on Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman's marriage. Croy has now filed for divorce against Kim again. Now, Croy filed a divorce paper stating their marriage is horrifically broken. Croy is asking for child support as well as alimony and exclusive use of their home. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the divorce? Did the reality show not kick in? What happens? Q? That man tied her ass. That man is tied her ass, and I'm sure Al will probably tell us who filed first the last time, but it's giving me, I, I played nice to get you to withdraw your stuff so I could file my stuff first. Because isn't it the person that files first kind of gets a little preference in the courtroom or or, or or they get a little more preference when it comes to dealing with the case? I, I thought I heard something like that. Um, it, it, it It's beyond obvious that this marriage is irretrievably broken. Like at first we thought they were doing it for the show, or whatever. But that man say, ain't a show alive that's going to keep us together. And I find it unique. Croy is asking for the house, the kids, alimony, and spousal support. And to be honest, in this situation, it only makes sense because she is the one with the most earning potential at this point. Croy can't go back and play football. He doesn't necessarily have he's not in the running to be a commentator. The only one of them that can go out and work and make the type of money needed to sustain their lives is Kim Zosiak by way of getting another reality TV show. So I get why Croy is doing what he's doing. Pash Green said divorces cost money. Where are they getting these $1,800 to $3,000? And Ms. Rudy said Croy calls Halle Berry people. Al, what do you think? I agree with uh, Cash Green. Cash Green, you're right on. It, every time you file a document with the courts, it costs. Every time you call that lawyer to reverse that de decision, it costs. You guys need to be taking that money and paying down your debt, not going back and forth with this ridiculousness. I, 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 I mean, what exactly can he do? I mean, he wants custody of the kids, right? He wants custody of the kids, clearly, so that he can get child support. He wants alimony, because clearly she made more money than he did in the last couple of years. None of this makes any sense to me. I think the two of them should do mediation. That's what I think they need to do. Stay out of the blogs, because we're getting tired of you. And once we turn the page, it's a wrap. You need to go straight to mediation and try to figure out how to dissolve this very bad uh, marriage. I'm surprised they stay together this long. I always thought he was out of, I don't say his league as far as looks, because I don't think she's out of his league looks-wise. But as far as like her being more seasoned and, you know, you being able to be a manipulator because you're on a reality show for those many years. I felt like he was old country boy and she was like, ha, huh, okay. You know, I thought I thought she he was really no match for her. But I don't, I, think, I don't think she understood, Claudia, how far that football money went. Like, I thought she thought... Football player, he's got all this money. And let me ask you this, Alan, Claudia. I mean, I'm kind of feeling, Croy, especially because the narrative is Kim gambled up all the money. Kim was spending all the money. Croy was a country boy. Croy don't seem to have lived a lavish life. It seems as if he could have done more on less. I really do feel like Kim led the family into financial ruin. I'm not mad with Croy for wanting to get two nickels out of her ass. 
Yeah, I think he wants some of it back, right? He invested a lot of time, too. He invested a lot of time with her for that reality show, which gave her the extended seasons, as well as the spinoff. And then let's not forget, he gave her four kids, right? They have four together. Well, they gave each other four kids. Well, I'm saying, I'm just, yeah, they gave uh -huh. each other four kids. But I'm just saying, having kids isn't a novelty. I mean, you got those kids grow up. So I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm leaning with Q on this one. I'm definitely on Corey's side right now Croy. and Croy, Croy's side right now and yeah. I'm like who Corey is that another guy involved uh, we got Croy. the tea <laughs> you all want today Claudia all right <laughs> listen if you see I my see DM if you see my oh, you already got clap back at me talking about my wine is cheap that's good cookie wine we eat you it. said it was 3.99 why it don't is. take it so sensitive it was cheap I'm not wine. I, I, I'm cheap proud wine. of my cheap wine it makes good clams it does. I'm not sensitive about that. All right, yo, there's an update on the Lizzo case, so let's get into this. It's been reported that Lizzo will now be countersuing her former dancers who accuse her of sexual harassment, weight shaming, and creating a hostile work environment. Now, the countersuit comes after the release of photos that show Lizzo's former dancers seemingly afraid, uh, I'm sorry, seemingly happy and comfortable in the presence of the performers. Lizzo's lawyers told TMZ that the photos contradict the dancers' claims of being forced to participate in alleged sexual acts with new performers. What do you think of Lizzo's countersuit against her former dancers? Al, what do you think? Um, a, it's sad, but it's brilliant. But let me ask this question, soulmates. How many of us can say that we've never forced a smile around our boss? Now, let's be real. How many of us grin and bear it when that boss is in the room because we have to. So I think this is foolish and I think it's ridiculous, but it's simply smart because it's the same thing Jonathan Majors did in his case, sue the people back, wear them down, make this a very lengthy and, and costly litigation for them. They know those dancers can never financially uh, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lizzo as far as making this go a long ways, making it cost a lot, making this go away. On top of that, they went, Lizzo went out and hired Marty Singer. Now, Marty Singer, everybody, is probably one of the best lawyers in all of Hollywood. I, he represented me at one time. He represented Michael Jackson, Kim Kardashian, Tiger Woods, Jonah Hills, Oprah Winfrey, Jim Carrey. So she knows exactly what she's doing in order to make this case go away or diminish those dances. And at that part, I don't feel like it's fair, but only in America can you buy your freedom like this. But I will say this and I'll say it here. It does not make me feel comfortable that you have multiple allegations. It does not make me feel comfortable that this is a strategy that you're going to take. And if you don't do right by those young ladies, I'm still going to feel the same way I feel now, which is that I don't I don't believe you. Um, Tanya Christopher said photos don't necessarily mean they're happy. And that's 1000% right. Like that doesn't mean that that means nothing about the vibe there. Q, what are your thoughts? You know what? Lizzo is playing the game right, and it's to go out of her way to discredit them. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to take much to discredit those girls. I don't know who did the media prep on that one girl, but the one girl that said, and if you don't fall, I'm paraphrasing here. She said, if you don't fall in line, you don't get to go on private planes and personal parties and tropical locations. When that girl said that, I was done with this whole case because what it gave to me was you are not part of her favorite flock. 
And now you're trying to reverse engineer a, law a lawsuit. That's really what it was giving. High school, I'm not part of the cool clique, and now I want to sue her uh, because I tried so hard for months to be cool, and she won't let me in the clique. Do I think Lizzo was a mean girl? Absolutely. Do I think the situation was clicky? Absolutely. Do I think perhaps it was uncomfortable for some girls who cannot penetrate their way into the inner circle of the clique? Absolutely. Um but I just don't necessarily think it's lawsuit worthy. And I'm not, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a proponent of grown people talking about they were bullied, right? I, I, I don't like that because. No, I think they're saying they were sexually harassed. I get the this sexual is a harass sexual harassment but, case. But, but, but follow me here. Follow me here. Hmm. I, 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 I get that you want to go to Hollywood. I get that you want to you know, be famous. I understand all of these things, but it would seem to me that if all of these things were happening to you, you would quit your job. There'd be no way in hell I would show up to this job every day and one of y'all were making me feel uncomfortable, a producer making me feel uncomfortable, and I would just stay here and deal with it. You also so have other, you also have other options. I'm questioning too. their allegations of sexual harassment then. Uh, yeah, the the whole banana, you talking about the banana, eating the banana out the crotch and, and that part? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, I am. I, and I'm going to tell you why I'm questioning it, because that seems to be part of the je ne sais quoi of the cabaret show thing that they were at. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she walked up to them in a, lab, in a, in a locker room and grabbed their crotch. You know what I'm saying? And I get maybe you didn't want to do it. I don't know. This whole thing is just it's it's sticky for me. I, I, I'm not I'm not sitting here believing that those girls were scared to come to work because they thought their coochie was going to get touched. I'm not believing that. You know, you never really know, though, with these things. And the more wealthy entity can make you look any old kind of way. And I'm not saying these girls are are right or wrong, because I don't know. I haven't read enough of this case to know. But um you have the luxury queue of doing, making a whole lot of money outside of this. So if we were making you feel uncomfortable, you could easily leave and not give it damn. You made that very clear that you can do other things. Like you're good, right? The average person can't really do that. And if that's your only thing, and I mean, for a plus size dancer on tour, there's not a lot of spaces for that, right? right. I think that's the only tour I've ever, have y'all seen any other tour? I've never seen any other tour like that. So I understand feeling like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. But I, I, I need the job, but I don't like this part. I get the mentality of that. I guess time will tell if they have a legitimate case. I do know it is really hard to prove this. And it is multiple allegations. Liz, uh, JB said Lizzo never denied the allegations. That's right. Therefore, therefore, she is admitting something happened. Marsha T said, I've always side eye to Lizzo. All her shenanigans are just foolish. And Incog said, nah, Lizzo was guilty. She sat on this for a while before responding. Now, we ain't jumping on that bandwagon. We don't know that. But I do think that it is very easy to make the broken person look crazy and, and get and, and like they lying. And it's easy to believe our faves. So I guess we'll find out. And I do believe I do agree with you on the, what you're saying about the other things. That stuff should not even be a part of this. The perks mm -hmm. that shouldn't like, OK, and it doesn't help your case. Mm -hmm. That's a little I bit. Think, of, I just think that's just not being media savvy and saying things. She should have talked that over with someone. I, I, don't I know, It just felt like that was her main grievance, though. I it, think that, that well, may have been her examples, but they weren't. She wasn't. I just feel like she wasn't coached through that properly. Possibly. And it, did, it ended up, it landed horribly. But I tell you what, you don't go hire Marty Singer because you feel like you're 110% innocent. 
Let's be very clear. You don't spend that type of money if you if people don't have a case. That's how I look at it. Claudia, when's the last time you spent a gazillion dollars for a lawyer if you didn't have a case, if there wasn't a case, if you were 110% clear that you did nothing wrong, why did you go spend all that money? Why did you go get that heavy hitter? I, I, I got whatever lawyer because I had such a solid case. It wasn't, I didn't have, right. to, get, I didn't have to get heavy. And I will say this about the media, right? And we're part of this. A lot of times when we're picking the quotes to go over, we're going to pick the thing that's like most outrageous. Like she was tripping that she didn't get the perks. And sometimes that is the fault of the media putting that out there and not necessarily what she may have wanted to lead with. So I just want people to just kind of keep an open mind about that. All right, we're going to take a break now. Coming up next, find out what's God is saying, not me, girl. And later, Tyrese goes on a spend... Oh, we talk about him again. Tyrese goes on a spending <laughs> spree. Hopefully he's not crying this time. We'll be right back. Welcome back to more TGIF. All right, y'all, listen, we hear pretty much crazy stories all the time. Now they got us saying. Not me, girl. Come on, I mean. Not me, girl. I would say it, but it sounds so much better when you say it, so please. Okay. <laughs> Fellas, let's say you just finished your grocery shopping and you walk back to your car to find a note like this. And I Take noticed there was a note on the window. It says, I hit your Jeep. I'm sorry, I don't have insurance, but here's $20. What? In the world? What? In the world? Oh, all right. Would you take the $20 and be understanding, or you say, not me, girl, Al? Um, I would definitely take the $20, number one. That did not happen in that parking lot, number two. But luckily, when I buy car insurance, when I used to buy car insurance, I also purchased the uninsured motorist coverage benefits. So I would not be worried if the person didn't have insurance or not. I'll take that $20, go get a six-pack, call my insurance company, and file a claim under the uninsured motorist benefit coverage. All right. Kim, what would you do? You know, first of all, I'd be mad as fish grease. I ain't got no choice but to take the letter and the damn $20 because the person is gone, right? And to Al's point, I'm one of those people that I don't get bent out of shape over things like cars because I'm always well insured. But the thing that's messed up about insurance is I think it's completely unfair that when you make a claim, no fault of your own, that your insurance premium goes up. That's the part that would upset me more. Not that my car got hit, that my insurance premium went up, and lastly, social media is just becoming a stupid ass place to be because now people just creating any <laughs> damn thing. But you're not even getting personal recognition for this happening. We don't even know who you oh, are. Yeah. There's no debris on the ground. There's no way a car could hit you at that angle in that parking lot. Right. Eh, I guess. So, Claudia and Q, in Texas and in Florida, in, in California, if you get hit by an uninsured person, your premium is does not go up. It's against the law. Because it's, it, you, it was a fault of somebody who's uninsured. What is it in Texas and in, in Florida? I don't think it, I think that's the same thing here because uh, I think it's the same thing here. But I've never, thank God, been hit like that. It so. ain't here in Florida, honey. In Florida, in Florida, if your damn windshield get cracked and you don't got that special windshield coverage, you don't even want to report that to your damn insurance because it will go up for that. You get, you got a scratch on your car. You.
any little claim against your insurance, they look for a reason to send it through the roof. Oh, wow. Lately, insurance just went up on its own just for no reason. They're like, oh, the races went up super high. Did it go up for you, uh, Q? Um, I haven't got my last renewal yet. I just had to switch companies. I had to switch from Geico to Progressive in order to get a large savings. And then Al, it's also worth mentioning here in Florida where things are a bit different. Because we have a, such a large immigrant population, uh, we have a huge population of uninsured motorists. And then Florida is like the insurance fraud capital. So any little call to your insurance company, your premium goes up. So I just realized my car, not my my range, my car, the bumper is has a big crack in it. So I think valet cracked it. I'm afraid to go take it in. Like I, 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 it. I Oh, that's fifty five hundred dollars right there, baby. Let me let on me a, just on a on a what do you got a Bentley? Yeah. I'm like, let me just wait for someone to hit it for real and blame me. <laughs> Either that or you better go to the junkyard, bitch, and put you an old Buick. You better put you a Buick bumper on that bitch. Just the just the labor on a daggone Bentley is more than the actual um yeah, that's definitely yeah. a not me, girl. I'm going to be riding around with a Bentley with a cracked bumper. Hey, be mad at you. Clown me if you want to. Erica Saley says, uh, exactly, insurance feels like a scam these days. Don't get me started. All right. Uh, okay, let's move on. Looks like actor, comedian, and fitness enthusiast Kevin Hart is sending a message to everyone who's holding on to their youth. Check this out. Respect that age. Or that age will will make you respect it. I was just forced to respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out and I, I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff. Um, now that you're 40, Q, you might be able to relate to this. We cannot move the way we used to. Now, we can talk about Kevin Hart. That's fine. But I think it'd be more fun to share... Are there things that you realize you can't do anymore? Like, you know, this is a not me girl, but can, are, are you feeling this? Like age is catching up, were you feeling it? Or is it not me girl? Oh yeah, drink. I can't drink, I don't recover the way I used to. It's a two day recovery. So that that's definitely something that's come along with age and looking at Kevin Hart in the wheelchair, I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. Uh, September 20th, I'll be in the wheelchair because I'm getting a double, a double bunionectomy. I'm getting both of my feet done at the same okay. time. So you bitches can stop talking about my feet and I'm going to be out of commission. So, Kevin, I'll be joining you in that wheelchair pretty soon, brother. We can't say they got you got two black golf clubs anymore. They're going to be pretty. Uh, uh, real pretty. Uh, Al, what you think about this? I mean, you know, I'm 50, so I completely understand. First of all, why would you ever race a former NFL running back who's 10 years younger than you. Honestly, I got to be honest, I'm just glad that he is in the news for a foot race and not infidelity and extortion because we went a long time where all we used to read about him in the blogs is about, you know, his baby mama and not paying 2017, 2019, 2021, infidelity, not paying. So it's good to see him in the blogs doing something silly like pulling an abdominal abductor and not cheating some woman, cheating with some woman or not paying his, his tab. I knew I was getting old when I tried to dance to bring him out, bring him out. I thought I could do a James Brown split for some reason. And I tore my MCL and almost needed surgery. And I said, okay, bitch, you are not 25. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Better scratch. What's an MCL? In your knee, the meniscus. And uh, oh, meniscus. I went to the doctors and they were like, oh, you got a grade two tear. And I was like, okay, two out of 10. They were like, uh, no, two out of three. 
a couple right. more millimeters and you would need surgery. I'm like, for dancing in a club to damn, bring them out, bring them out, bring them Like, yeah, I got high. Yeah, uh, the ass is sitting down. I can't do it no more. All right, it seems like there's an app for everything these days. And now there's an app to share text messages with Jesus. First of all, who's this white man? All right, Text with Jesus is an AI messaging app that allows users to talk with biblical figures like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph for free. Are you going to be texting Jesus in this app or is it a not me girl? Of course, we must go first to our resident Christian here, Al Reynolds. Al I didn't know you were going to do this. Of course. This is, and you this were is Jesus just, for Halloween. Right. So. This is right. This is just me personally. I personally think this is a play on religious traditions and theological uh, sensitivities. And that's a not me girl for me. I'm not interested in playing with Jesus. I'm not interested in playing with the Bible. In fact, I'm not interested. I'm not a fan of playing with people's spiritual beliefs and their religion and their religion. For me, I would rather, and that's why I, every time I stay silent on here, this is something not to be played with, in my opinion. I understand what's going on, but to me, it, it, pretending like or having a, an app that's talking to Jesus makes me feel kind of creepy. You? Are you going to text Jesus? No, I get him on the main line. I got his direct number, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Jesus. You know, I, I, I read and reviewed the story, and my only criticism or concern about this is, again, is interpretation, right? Like the response that the AI is going to be generating is going to be based on the interpretation of the person who programmed it, and and, and that's what gets twisted and that's why we're in such a conundrum right now when it comes to the church and the bible because you got nine million people reading the same book with nine million different interpretations so you know you start to get into murky and fishy waters when you've got one set of people interpreting something and people responding to it um i think the better way to have done this would have been like a ask miss cleo app or a Ask the Nun app. I think that there was a way that you could have achieved this same goal. Oh, I like that idea, Keith. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask yeah, a, I think like, I like, yeah, like, ask, ask a priest. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you could pick your priest. He could be black, orange, an elephant, or trans, based on your religion. Whatever. So yeah, based on your religion, ask more so than it being so definitive to Jesus. Got it. Yeah, like, why, why do you have to, like, First of all, make money off of Jesus, uh, once again, which is probably one of the biggest money makers is church, right? Organized religion. But why would you have to say Jesus? Wouldn't you be mad if someone created an AI app, text Q or text Al, and it's not really you? And, and it's a man-made program that tells you what they think Jesus would say to you. I think it's very scary. I would never do this. This is a not me girl. And like y'all said, I think an inspirational message would be fine. From, from It doesn't even have to be from a specific person, just daily positive information that is inspired by pastors in the Bible. But to say, talk to Jesus. Y'all really playing with Jesus right now. Y'all playing right. with religion. It's too It's too much. And AI is already scary to me already. I don't like the direction we're going. All right. I do uh, like what Sam Cook said, though. I talk to Jesus for free, honey. <laughs> that part. That part, yet, Sam Cook. That part. Yet blessed. Don't give me no white Jesus. I'll pass. At that part, too. <laughs> and Millennia Petit said, you could be speaking to a whole demon for all you know, not me, girl. That part three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming up next, uh, find out what got Tyrese in a giving mood. And later, a dangerous TikTok challenge has doctors concerned. Keep it here. 
Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the new soulmates tuning in tonight for the first time. We appreciate you and keep that chat popping. We love it. All right. Tyrese brought his girlfriend, uh, Zelly Timothy, a brand new Land Rover and two Pomeranian puppies for her birthday. Tyrese posted the gifts on Instagram with a heartfelt message. He wrote, me and you, uh, I'm sorry, me and you both met at one of the most fragile and uncertain moments of our lives. Both of us fresh out of relationships that were both five years both having uh, live-in partners that we shared our lives with. He continued, there was such a thing as two very broken people showing up with all their pieces and doing the best they can every day to love each other into a better you. That sounds like it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here and um, wasn't we reporting on him kind of being a little strapped to pay his child support a little while back absolutely now. absolutely he, he didn't want to pay he didn't want to pay twenty two hundred dollars for his child support of a child of his thank goodness the courts made him pay ten thousand dollars a month now and if you think about it this type of car right here and these dogs if he got top of the line, if this is a defender top of the line, this car can run you up to $116,000. And those two dogs can run you up to $6,000 a piece. Now, I'm not counting his money for just any old reason, but that right there is $125,000, which is $10,000 a month. If you can afford to give somebody a gift like this, then you need to pay your freaking child support and stop complaining about how much it costs to raise a child if you're able to give a gift like this. That's just my opinion. And I don't want to see you crying if this relationship doesn't work out and i don't want to see you asking for it back if this relationship doesn't work out you made this decision stand by and stop crying about money all the time um make it make sense says brother needs some alone time hella alone time q what do you think about this and do you think it's a good idea when you just get out of this cut this child support thing about not wanting to pay for your own kids seven thousand dollars and then spending a hundred and some thousand dollars on a girl you've been with, a, a recent, a new relationship. What do you think about that? Listen, I am really, I'm really, so, so no, first of all, it's a horrible idea, right? Because Tyrese, you just tried to get us to rally behind you on the court steps. You said call Ben Crump. You said that you were broken, complaining about this, that, and the third. Number one, I'm concerned with the fact that you just got out of something. Now you're in something so serious where you're already buying somebody lavish gifts. That's foolish. The second thing that I don't understand is you're an A-list movie star. I'm not understanding why an A-lister these days needs so much attention from social media, which sounds like a downgrade from blockbuster hit movies. And the third thing that I want to say, and I've been telling y'all this, especially on the heels of me, you know, and my current situation, I do not understand for the life of me, people who with joy and delight bring their relationship to social media. And, and, and I mean that with everything in me, you bitches will never, ever get a glimpse of what I got going on in my romantic relationships. You'll never get it. It's just an extra layer. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, attention and clout and, again, attention is extremely addictive, especially if you have some issues, and that's who you get your comfort from and your reassurance. Um, the gifts were beautiful. I, those dogs were beautiful. The car is beautiful. It's very expensive. Anyone would be flattered to have it. 
But with your current situation and with your current situations, like none of your, your a lot of your relationships have have ended very badly. Not that we haven't had ours. We all have gone through breakups. But Tyrese, you just, I think it was like two months ago, we were talking about your child support and here you pop up. It doesn't help your case. It's it's making us feel like you cry wolf a lot. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to liking you for that smile, that voice, and that acting ability. And not just having a report on like, your album or a tour. Because you are super successful. I mean, talented. But your personal life, until you get it together, maybe we shouldn't know that much about it until you can kind of get it under control. You know what I mean? Like, work on it. Because I could see this ending real badly. Are you going to want the dogs back when it's over? Are you going to want the... <laughs> All right. All right. Bobby Lights is trying to unlock the power of manifestation. He tweeted, I'm going to work with Beyonce one day. I don't know what exactly, but it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be great. Social media is conflicted. One person wrote, Bobby can't even work with Trina. Someone else wrote, if you don't believe in you, who will? Q, another Miami friend. Uh, are you here for this? What do you think? Listen, I am all for wishful thinking. I am all for people shooting for the stars and landing with Trina. I am all for all of that. Ooh, can, that's shame. And we pause for one second. Baby, I want to say, wherever the hell Bobby Lights went and got his face work done, that bitch look good, okay? I always, that's the old Bobby. Now show that new Bobby production. I always confuse him with Oliver Roosley from uh, Beaumont. I always confuse him with that guy. I don't know if he went to Chloe. He probably went to Chloe Kardashian, them people, because they transferred her face seven times. Now see, watch this. <laughs> Y'all sit up here and let me ride the hair out of Chloe Kardashian face and won't say nothing. I can see them for the next 30 minutes and I'm gonna leave it alone. Q. Leave it alone, Q. No. She's not a beautiful black queen and a princess. I'm gonna leave it alone. Nevertheless, uh we need the number to where Bobby Lights went, because I think he might have went to where Cher and LL Cool J be going. Um Damn. But I would be curious to know, like Bobby said, what capacity he'll be working with Beyonce. I'd be curious to know that too. But hey, have at it. Our parents said you could be anything you want to be. And you know, you got to give it to Bobby Lights. He first came on Love and Hip Hop. He was not even a main character. He has managed to parlay that into his own show. Yes, it's on the Zeus Network, but he was starring on his own show. Yeah. He's making a lot of money over there. And I actually like Bobby Lights. I do. Bobby, I think Bobby, I is, like Bobby. Bobby is entertaining for the group of people that he is entertaining for. We're a little aged out, but yeah, people find him entertaining. Mm -hmm. All right. Al, what do you think? Hmm. Okay. There's nothing wrong with having a vision board. There's nothing wrong with manifesting. And look, if anybody else can pull it off, maybe Bobby Light can pull this one off. I do know this, you know, Beyonce is definitely her fingers on the on the pulse when it comes to what's happening on social media. So if he gets enough traction, she just might tap him for something. And I'm going to say this. We gave him, well, we're going to show him tomorrow at the Renaissance concert, but he, his look was pretty damn nice. I'm just saying. All right, y'all, a pet golden retriever ate a groom's passport days before his dream destination wedding in Italy. The groom said he went ballistic. He said, it's completely absurd. I can't sleep. What would you do in this situation? Your dog going to eat at your passport. Q, you have dogs, right? I, I do. I have one. One passed away, unfortunately. Um, 
I wouldn't completely flip out, and here is why. My first passport I got in two days. Really? My very so my, my very first passport I got in two days. I worked for a company. I, I was doing accounting. I was managing the accounting on the Alltech military base in the Bahamas, Nassau Bahamas, and they needed to send me over to the Bahamas to do an audit very quickly at the drop of a dime. I happen to work a couple offices down from the passport office. And if you go into the passport office and you show an emergency need for a passport, you can get a passport next day. And I got my very mm. first passport next day. It involved showing a need, flight being booked, hotel accommodations. You had to show some type of thing. Now, granted, this was yeah. uh, 15 years ago or, <laughs> or, or more. I don't know if it's the same, but my very first passport, I was able to get it the next day. So, Q, you're right. That was 15 years ago. So, unfortunately, they've changed the rules now. You can get an emergency passport. It has to be life. It's called life or death emergency uh, services. It's what it's called with the passport agencies and passport centers. Um, so, I think for me, if this was the case, I would have lied. I would have said there was a death of some sorts and I had to get back to my family in Italy because his name definitely looks Italian to me and that's the quickest way to do it. Now, if he doesn't, he can go to urgent travel services, which is in the passport office or in a passport center, but the fastest allegedly that they're able to process it is 14 day turnaround. So he would be cutting it close because this happened on August 17th, which was last Thursday. So if he needed a 14 day turnaround, technically he could get it by the 31st. But how long would it take him to get on a plane and get to that wedding? Yeah, yeah. 81 said, why was his passport just sitting out? And Nye B said, I'm putting that dog to sleep. Damn. <laughs> he missed the dog. But, you know, uh, the contingency plan would be just let everybody have a party if he couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, coming up next, find out what TikTok trend is caught being called too dangerous for kids. And later, a Cuban man performs a shocking stunt. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, psychologists are not pleased with the latest TikTok trend of parents smashing eggs on their kids' heads. In the hashtag egg crack challenge, the child is led to believe the egg will be cracked in a bowl, but instead it's cracked on the child's forehead without warning. Now, psychologist Don Grant said to do this to gain hearts, likes, or feel I'm cool, you're risking having a child not trust you. What are your thoughts on this trend, Al? What do you think? I'm going to pass to you guys because I think the psychiatrist or psychologist is overthinking this. My parents used to play little pranks on me, and I loved every second of it. They used to, it just was something that we used to do in our family, so I have a different interpretation. It never made me not trust my parents, like these psychologists are saying. It never led to, you know, anything bad. It was always a fun time. It was lighthearted, and I enjoyed every second of it. So I'm going to have to go to you and Q to about how it maybe could have affected you guys differently or if it happened to you, how it could be a negative thing. Yeah. We got to understand now that psychologists literally could be 25 year olds at this point, right? Like these are extra sensitive people who are coming up with this stuff. I don't think a prank here or there from a parent is going to override a child's total trust and comfort with the parent. 
I remember one time me and my cousins were in the den of our house, like maybe at like nine o'clock on a Saturday, and my aunt took her car key and started scraping it across the outside door. And we were all in tears crying, thinking some monster was going to get us. And when my aunt finally came in the house, we were mad for like all of 10 minutes. And then she went back to being our favorite aunt. I mean, this is just how people socialize and fellowship and play with their kids. Right from time to time. Now, you know, adults doing it just for TikTok. I mean, I wouldn't injure my child. I wouldn't, you know, but it it ain't gonna hurt the damn. This must be for white children because black <laughs> children go through so much more. More than this. In their homes, but they, 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 talk about the trauma of your mama cussing you out all the time and whooping your ass with a cordless phone. That's what I need to hear about because that's what I went through. I wish I got a little cracked egg. So, the, if we play the video back, the little black kid that was crying, he I think he looked too young for that. That kid looked like he was probably like 40. Like, that kid right there, that that's a little too young. But when you, like, start getting to the point where you get the big, the adult teeth, like when you like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, I think it's time to toughen them kids up a little bit. I think part of the reason we have so many issues now in schools and with this new generation is y'all ain't never been. Now, babies like that, to me, that's young. Like I said, I think preteen and teenagers all day long. Don't you remember when you were younger, playing the dozens? A little bit. It made you fire back. It made you quick-witted. It made you be able to, okay, I bet. Nowadays, you say anything about someone. Oh, I don't like your shoes. Oh, you're bullying me. <laughs> Go shoot to school. I, I don't like this participation <laughs> trophy era, this can't say anything to anybody about anything. I think we've made a generation of punks. Look, Tiffany, Tiffany Epiphany said, I remember my dad told me that because I ate grape seeds, grapes were going to grow out of my eyes, mouth, <laughs> nose, and ass. I was mortified, but it didn't faze me. <laughs> what kind of things did your parents do? My, I remember my grandpa said, if you lie, you'll get lie bumps on your tongue, right? They told us if you swallow bubble gum, it'll stay in your stomach for 50 Right, right. I remember the like bubble that. gum one. I remember that bubble gum one. But all that stuff made you be like disciplined for a minute. But then you figured out, you was like, ah, oh, yeah, we're just playing with me. It made right. you be able to be like, okay, think outside the box. Everything ain't really what is it. Mm -hmm. This new, that's why everybody's all so sensitive now. All right, y'all. But then again, <laughs> none of us are parents and maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, God. All right. Well, when a mother grounded her kid, the child took revenge into his own hands. Watch this clip. How diabolical is it for him to take all, all the rap. You don't know what you opening. Imagine you coming home to make some chili and you gotta open up 15 cans of corn and like lima beans. I thought this was, uh, th to me, this was creative and brilliant. This was a good way to pop off without no one got hurt. Now, what's the, the worst thing you've done to get back at y'all's parents? Nothing, because yeah. I knew better. <laughs> Went in my I've room. Done, I've done some my mama bitches under my breath. But that's it. I knew better. Well, two things here. Number one, what I did to get back to my parents, I hated doing, I hated cutting the grass. And I hated, like, anything dealing with landscaping, I hated it because my mother was, like, a landscaping freak. So I cut, I cut the gas line on the lawnmower so I didn't have to mow the lawn. I've done some crazy stuff like that. But in this case, I'm a, Claudia, this is brilliant, but let me tell you something. I worked at a charity once and we took in canned foods 
And the re we had to take off all of those labels off the canned food because we didn't want people to think, oh, this came from Campbell's and this came from someone else. So we would have to take the labels off and write down what it was on the top of it. When I tell you this is very tasking, like it was very hard and it tripled the time that we had in order to take that food in. I think this was made up. I but at least you I think knew what the cans were. You knew what they were. That this person has no idea what those cans are. So no, exactly what I'm off. saying. Like the 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 kid, it took a, it takes a lot to take that label. The wrappers off. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And for a kid to kind of put in all that time, I I don't know. I know that we wish we never took a label off of the food, but I the just think that. The kid could be one of them future serial killers. Uh, he take coming. <laughs> Uh, Raquel Gamble said he would have been eating today's mystery can for dinner. LOL. All right, a Swedish man earned a Guinness record after world record after eating 14 ounces of fermented fish in just one minute. The speed eating contest was put on by the Disgusting Food Museum. Al, you're used to eating for why do they say this? You're used to eating <laughs> right, fermented that, that, that fish. That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, like that See, they've been making it. me come for you when I didn't come right. for you. you right. Okay, let me read it. Al, you're used <laughs> to eating fermented fish. What do you say about this? I'm saying, not me, girl. Did you guys know fermented fish smells so bad that just from the smell, it's supposed to make you throw up? Can you imagine trying to put it in your mouth and chew it and swallow? Not me, girl. You? Mm -hmm. How you feel about fish? Mm hmm. Hmm. Not me, girl. Especially in my what in my mouth. Oh no, ma'am. This is just nasty, and, and I don't know what people's infatuation is with this speed eating stuff. I've never been a. I can't scarf stuff down. I, it's very easy for me to throw up, and I don't eat a lot as is. So, all right, let's move on. Coming up next, find out if a Cuban man was able to pull off a mind-blowing stunt. Stay tuned. Hit that like button. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, a Q a Cuba's Iron Man was seen in downtown Havana beating himself with a sledgehammer for show. Now, the crowd was shocked to see this man uh, completely unharmed after the stunt. Now, the man claims he once aspired to be the next Mike Tyson and trained to do so by giving himself millions of blows with a hammer. Can you appreciate the dedication or is he just crazy as hell? Q, what do you think? I think he's crazy as all hell. Uh, he's, he obviously has a huge pain threshold or he's one of those optical illusionists who's figured out what angles to hit himself at to make him not hurt himself. But this, there's nothing appealing or fascinating about this story to me. I think it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Al, what are your thoughts? I agree. This is dumb and silly. No, not interested. Wait, is he really <laughs> Again, social media between social media attention and reality TV and the things that people will do anything for just attention. Like you only get attention for that one moment and then it goes away, right? The next day we're like totally onto something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he's a street performer in Havana, Cuba, which I'm assuming that's what he is, I'm assuming, then I could kind of get it. It's no different than the kids tap dancing in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, but it's just not of of of, of interest to me. I think he's in, I think he moved to Mexico City. So he's in Mexico City doing this. Mm. When I see stuff like this, I'm like, damn, some people have it so hard. 
Like, that's what he thinks he needs to do. Uh, Donna Johnson said crazy as hell. All right. An 86-year-old man was convicted of stealing his dead brother's identity for more than half a century. He used the false identity to obtain a second passport and double dip on Social Security benefits. What are your thoughts on this, Al? Um, listen, he's 86 years old. I, I say don't waste taxpayers' dollars to send him to prison. What I do would do is I would put a lien against him to pay back the money that he got for uh, the fake identity. I mean, it's it's what three or four hundred dollars a month over the course of 20 years. So we're looking at like seventy two thousand dollars. That's probably what I do. I don't see any benefit of putting an 86 year old man in prison for something like this. All right, Q. I agree with Al. You know, it, it, it's funny how age, race, and gender can factor into your emotional response to a person's crime. Um, although I know that he committed a crime, I really don't care. He's 86. Uh, it, it, it just, it's, it's got me feeling like he didn't kill anyone. It was a paperwork crime. Yeah, it was wrong. If he was 26, I'd have been like, throw his ass in jail. But at 86, I'm like, oh, he's an old man. He's about to die. Nobody was hurt in the situation. Leave him alone. And there's a lot more of the people they can go after, like the bitch that got Emmett Till killed. You know, she finally died. But like, don't not go after someone like that that legitimately deserves some justice. And then something like this, we like, and eh, it's a financial crime. Uh, Stacey Robertson, Robertson said, he beat the system. Think about, uh, he's 86 and they lock him up, up how much time? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Khalid White said, I hate people like this. He needs to pay back the money he stole. Oh, okay, we have two different opinions. Yeah. All right, take a look at this tweet. Y'all rather have your camera roll leaked or y'all text messages leaked, fellas? Um, both would cause me to lose this job uh, <laughs> and probably restrict me from getting any others. Um, but I'd rather have the text messages leaked than this camera roll. I'm going to say camera roll instead of text messages. Yeah, my pictures are like, mm, there's only a couple things where I'm like, I don't want you to see that. But my text messages, especially yeah. some DMs to certain folks or uh, exchanges, definitely canceled. Definitely canceled. All right, it's going down in Georgia this week. The former mayor of New York and personal attorney to former President Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, turned himself in at Fulton County Jail. Giuliani was indicted last week along with Trump and 17 others on charges related to overturning Trump's loss in Georgia despite the 2020 uh, presidential election, him losing. Trump was expected to turn himself in. He did. And actually, we're hearing the mugshot came out, but we want to verify it's the real one before we talk about it. Thoughts on this? I'm loving it. Listen, I'm loving this. How great is it that the RICO law is what Ju Rudy Giuliani used in the state of New York to, to bring down five of New York's largest mafia families. The largest crime families were brought down because of the RICO law. Now the RICO law is used against him and his compadre, Trump, to bring them down in their ridiculous. Can we all please put some thumbs up or something in? Willis over in Georgia. Come through, black woman, with this win right here. I'm feeling it all the way. And protect her at all costs. Funky, what do you think? I 100% echo our sentiments. Um, this is great, and I hope that they materialize into something more than a performative mugshot, which I'm skeptical about if they will or not. Um, but even for the symbolism and the public embarrassment, I'm here for it. 
The good thing this thing is this is a state charge, not a federal, so you can't pardon yourself. No one can pardon you, but they are trying to get Fannie right. out of there. Georgia just got the power to do that, so they might try to get her out of there. I want to thank my co-host, Adam Reynolds, and Funky Dineva, and for everybody watching, thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for McMillan and Morrow, and we will see y'all back here tomorrow. Fellas, y'all have a great night. Ah, uh, thank you. I you know what, Claudia? Especially you know with that we got, we got five seconds. I think that this that Rudy Giuliano would be a good client, a good person to flip.